it today. I went ahead and, and gave myself that refresher course on <laughs> balance and burnout. And, you know, like, I, I always have to remind myself that my constant narrative for a good portion of my life was really driven by filling my schedule as full as possible. And mostly because that made my mind easier to manage when it was very strictly put on a schedule. Um, but it definitely like kind of sucked the creativity out of me and, um, didn't really give me a lot of space to invent or imagine or create anything. So while it was good for my ADH brain, right? Because that's what I was told growing up. Like you need to be taken seriously and you need to get your brain together because you're just way too loosey-goosey and that's not really productive in the corporate world. And so if you can just produce and figure out how to do that, I did at a very young age. Like the best way for Hannah to work is to be so fully booked that she has no way to operate outside of this schedule, that everything has to operate on a very specific timeline. And so that is how I operated. Like I had a different bag for every single sport and I would leave only to go to the next, only to go to the next, only to go to work, only to come and end up in my bed. And I would replicate that throughout my entire life. And I never really had any, any ability to work outside of that. And the few times that I gave myself space to do that, I felt like I wasn't producing in the way that the world works. And so I got right back in. Now, I still operate like that because it is easier for my brain to function and my brain works better. And I am finding ways for me to explore creativity and opportunities to create within those confines. But I'm also realizing that I didn't do that in a balanced and constructive way to allow myself to continue the self-exploration side that I find so very important in order for creativity to live. So we're kind of breaking that down today, but really like when I get super stringent and stressed, usually it means that it's time to kind of re-examine and re-heal that portion. And so I've been doing that work over the last couple of days because I realized that like, whoa, I was going kind of hardcore and it's okay. And let's really think through where that pain point is and why it's flaring up in the way that it is. So let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? 
And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack. And we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams and I am your host just bringing you the realness of how this all works. Um, I don't know that it works, um, but it is it is real. It is my life. And because it's my life, there are constant contradictions and growth patterns and probably repetition of the same thing that we're healing over and over and over again. And, you know, that's what I love most about this whole thing is like, that is the reality. You think, and and what I feel like I grew up knowing was like, there's a five-step thing for this. If I just do these 10 things, life will be great again. And trust me, like I drank the Kool-Aid, I did the things, and it was sort of just never getting better. And I remember waking up one day and just being like, hold on. Maybe self-development just isn't that easy, right? Like, (laughs) maybe it can't just be one thing. It's this continued use of many things over and over again until it finally breaks through. And so you will hear that in this content, in this podcast. It is not... (laughs) Uh, one and done. Okay, now we're meditating. Okay, life is better. No, it does not work that way. I would not like to sell you on any of that. I will say that I have implemented and created tools that help me transition past things a little bit quicker. Um, But those were all developed specifically for me. I can't say that that's going to be an answer for you. Um, I can't, I wouldn't sell you on it, even if I could, because it's all really based on your ability to sink back into your intuition and your ability to self-guide and select from here. What works for you is not going to work for the person sitting next to you. It really has to be built out custom, period. And like everything that I develop, my hope is that it leads you to your own knowing versus to the knowing of what worked for me. Um, 
like we can create templates and guides that are forever guiding you back to yourself. Because you're the thing. You're the one who has to know where to go. And if we can keep pulling you back to that, then we can probably get you somewhere. Um, and for me, that's always been it. All of the attempts, all of the tries, that's what we're trying to pull me back to. So it's real. It's heavy. It's dark. It's annoying. Um, it's annoying for even me because sometimes, and you may have heard it yesterday <laughs> when I ended the show, if you listen, like, sometimes I'm like, how, why, why, why are we back here? What is happening? What else do we need to explore here? Like, I thought that we learned this, you crazy maniac. What the heck? And a lot of times I feel like I come back or cycle back right through these phases and I'll cycle back until I sort of completely kick it. If that makes sense. It's almost like a, a habit. Um, we're like, I know that the universe doesn't test you, but right. It's going to just keep sort of representing the same things to me, at least in my experience, it represents the same things just to continue working your muscle and your ability to find your way through it faster, better next time. And I feel like every time that I re-experience something, I'm being brought back to this understanding, this knowing that like, oh, this is that. Looks different, dress different, but the same thing. Okay, how are we healing through this moment? How are we handling this different or did we handle it the same? And that's why that like self-love portion of this work is vital before moving forward in trying to advance your life, like in trying to enhance your experience here. Love, period. Because if you keep coming back and self-deprecating, like, you're going to end up more hurt. Because this is learning growth and failure, period. And you will keep cycling back until it's sort of healed and, and learned and fully felt. And I feel like for me, I've been having those moments. It always comes with writing always when i am going back and writing on my experience i feel like that is my final heel and close of that chapter <laughs> get it um and so when i'm going back through i feel like i'm constantly represented with um similar experiences and opportunities to grow and move forward. So um, we kind of skipped over the great thing, but I'll, I'll hit it here just because I took up that space with my TED Talk. Thank you for coming. Um, <laughs> so 
to pause that because we'll probably continue that discussion. My great thing has been re-experiencing books. I said yesterday, okay, I'm going to go back. I remember what helped me heal this and I'm going to go back and and re-explore that. And this is pretty typical. I feel like that's a part of the research to reground myself in what I was experiencing then. And so yesterday I did go back and read Can't Even by, uh, is it Annie Peterson? I don't, let me look because I am currently reading it. We can pull this gal up. Um, can't even by Annie, Annie, Anne Helen Peterson. Um, Ooh, uh, listening to that was like, like essentially stabbing a knife and turning it, I feel like would be the same thing. And as I'm listening to it, I'm just going, okay, 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 okay. I remember now. I remember. And so it's this retracking of what I've known and what I have allowed myself to get away from. Because as we all remember, it is easy to cycle back to our more consistent pattern of life. And so for me, 30 years of my life, was really lived in this like demeaning, belittling style of life pattern. And so when I have a chance to like free myself from that, I can go so far to only usually kind of revert back. And I felt a very strong revert back in January. And really at that point, I was feeling so sort of cycled and burnt out that there really was no opportunity, no space whatsoever to go, hey, let's pause. And I'm thankful that I had a mentor come in at that time and be like, hey, let's go slower to move faster. (laughs) Let's slow down. And that slowdown probably saved me. I feel like I would have done, I would have made the wrong moves, had a lot of things not gone wrong and sort of haywire in that moment of my life, I would have made the wrong moves. You know, and they would have been the right moves inevitably because they would have taught me this life lesson and Um, and they would have been great eventually. But this is one that I didn't want to catch the dots up on later. Like we had it. I want to get this right. I want to build this right. And so I feel blessed. And now going back and reading, I know that there wasn't space in that period of life, but I am the one who can create space for that. And I am the one who gave myself time for that. And there was not a moment for that. You know, there was this season of life really for the last nine months where it was like, no hustle, grind, show people, do this. And that's not something that's been removed, but there is this call back for balance now that I made it through that kind of hustle, grind period. 
because I do believe that balance is very important. (laughs) Yes, the same girl who said, there's no balance in baseball. (laughs) Um, There isn't, but could there be and should there be? That really is the question. And so I think my great thing from all of this is constantly striving to learn more. Usually if there is a flare up or something that's making me angry or anxious or right, whatever it is, usually there's something that I still need to go back and heal and think through. And because of this show, I'm constantly pushing myself and and having those conversations and finding myself annoyed with myself, basically. Um, (laughs) Because of how long it takes to sort of heal those traumas and those pain points and those burnout moments. Like, it isn't something that's one and done. It isn't something that we read one book, we pick up one strategy, and we're healed. And so just letting y'all know that this is all happening real time. And so if on Monday, I wake up real flared and angry and anxious about something, I'm probably going to bring that to this show. And if by Tuesday, it's still bothering and distracting me to the point where I can't even really focus on what I am talking about in this show, then hopefully by Wednesday, we've found and read and continued to sort of uncover and pick through this this obvious wound. There's something that's not healed here, right? If it is something that's creating anxiety and and there is no space. And usually I always know that I'm being too stringent and strict when I come up with this, like, there is no way that I could do that. When I am getting really stringent and strict with my ability to create a way, I know that there's, there's room to heal there. And so when I say things like, there is no balance in business, there can be. There certainly can be. And, right, I want to continue figuring out what that is and find a way because it, it is possible. There, there can be balance. There are seasons where things get out of balance, but it is our job to put them back in. It is my job to continue to seek balance when possible, even though not always possible. And I do acknowledge that. There is not a great business balance but it is possible. So that's my great thing, continuing to 
work through, understand, and and rebalance and recalibrate and discover where my life has gone. So go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Here's the deal. I am like a recovering workaholic. There is no, there may be a group for that, but I've never gone. Um, Because the way that my brain works is everything on full tilt, full, like if my brain is fully engaged in a million things, it actually works better. And now as I'm writing (laughs) about this period, it's sort of this realization that like, I have put myself back into the place that I worked really hard to leave. Not that I put myself back into a corporate structure, but I did put myself back into a workaholic structure where like this before all else, where this is the thing. And as I'm picking through and understanding that identity piece and and writing on my identity and the loss of my identity when I lost my corporate position. Um, as I'm writing on that, I'm realizing that like maybe I'm tying too much of my identity to this thing, right? And is that necessary? And it becomes necessary when your worth is assigned to your work. right? And I did that in my corporate life. Like that was really all that matters is I'm the hardest worker in the room and everyone knows that. And she gets results mostly because she doesn't sleep and she's constantly anxious about whether or not she's actually getting results and it drives her and it pushes her and she works harder than anyone else. And I absolutely do. Results are very important to me. I feel like without having exact things that you're going after, it's hard to know whether or not you've won. And if you can't say that you've won or lost, then it's hard for people to participate, right? We enjoy sports and competitions because it's very clear and definitive. And we like games for that same reason. Like, here's how you win. You're going to score more points. You're going to have more money. You're going to roll a snake eyes. What is snake? Is that ones? (laughs) I don't know. I don't gamble. You're going to spin the wheel and all of the pictures are going to be the same. Boom champion, winner, winner, chicken dinner. And we love that, right? It's so easy. It's so clearly defined. And when things aren't, we're like, ooh, feels sticky. Not sure. What am I supposed to be doing here? And It's hard for me to not sink directly back into that cycle, that old cycle of worth being work. Because the second that I gave myself a chance to sort of live in this world again, what did I do? 
I went right back to this like negative, snarky, spiteful. I think I was a more wholly healed person. I definitely didn't sink all the way back, but some of those tendencies came back up. No question. That like, I work harder than anyone else and I am the best and I am the worker. Like, I don't want to be that. I don't really want to be that again. I was that person. And do you know what that person was? Really mad. Mad at everyone who didn't work as hard as her. And guess what? No one worked as hard as me. I don't actually know that. I just assume that they didn't, right? Because who could? When you're beating yourself to death with the work. And for what? You know, and that was the real question that I had yesterday with myself. Self? (laughs) So I said to myself, self? Ah, Thank you, Mr. Bishop. Self? What is this all for? And self would say, well, we want to make a difference. We want to change the world. And I'm like, aren't you already doing that? Uh, Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I am. Okay. Do you have to beat yourself to do that? No. I don't. Okay. Then let's chill. Let's not Forget all of the more important things that got you to this point, which really was being able to drop into myself. And I thought that yesterday was like, when was the last time that I really dropped in? Because it's been hard for me to write in flow, but only because it's been a minute. I mean, the last time that I can remember seriously dropping in (laughs) was last December when we were on a flight to Hawaii and I was channeling every good vibe that I could because we were going from Dallas to, I don't remember where we flew into, um, Maui. And from Dallas to Maui, what had to happen was that my kids COVID tests had to be there and negative in order for us to enter the state. (laughs) Like that is a lot that has to happen in an eight hour flight, but also it's eight hours, but I needed every single hype because, because what usually happens in what is supposed to happen is if you fly in without a test already being looked at and approved. If you fly in without that, they send you directly back. You have to wait for them and then you can fly back. 
and try re-entering. Those are your options. And they are very, very strict in that. And so as I'm flying, because the people in Dallas said, nope, just get on. You'll be fine. If They'll be there by the time you get there. They'll let you in. You'll be just fine. Well, I'm not risking that. And at that point, I know, like, I have some strange and strong universal forces at my beck and call. And I am going to do everything that I can via meditation on this flight to make sure that all good vibes are working in our direction. So here's what happens. (laughs) We get to Maui. I call. The tests are in. They are negative. So everybody can let out this like deep, if we get there and they're positive, like we're, we're screwed, right? (laughs) There's not a chance. They're pot, they're negative. Okay. So we have to do this walk of shame. Like, Hey, we got in here, but the people, the people in Dallas said we were good to go. And they're like, they should have never sent you here. You got to go back. The first lady that my husband talked to, you got to go back. And I come over, I come over. And then because I come over, this other lady comes over. And the one lady's like, no, there, there is nothing. There is nothing that we can do for you. Too bad, so sad. Get back on a flight and you can come back. But you got to go back. You got to go back and get those tests and then you can re-enter. Another lady comes over and she's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. I believe, well, something about we couldn't, we couldn't get the test, which is like a weird loophole because they were minors. We couldn't actually get the testing sent to them because there was like a hold on them because they're minors and HIPAA and all of this ridiculous healthcare BS that exists for really no other reason other than, I mean, there are a lot of reasons, but basically like just to make healthcare more difficult than it needs to be. So we couldn't get their test, but we knew that they were negative and they knew and all the things, but they couldn't email. They weren't emailed like they were supposed to be because they're minors and you can't email minor information, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so the lady's like, okay, uh, we've had this problem before. We totally understand. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to release you to your hotel. And the hotel is going to put you in quarantine. But once we can email those tests, once you can get those released on Monday, they can let you out of quarantine and you'll be good to go. And so I call the hotel. We get those emailed over. And the hotel lets us out of quarantine. And technically that person at the, ho- the the place shouldn't have even have released a vehicle to us because technically you're not even supposed to rent a vehicle and you're just supposed to basically quarantine in the, like you can't even exist in Hawaii. Anyways, somewhere by the grace of all the powers of the universe, every single God that exists, this lady comes over, she makes it all happen in a way that it was not supposed to. And that was, that was the drop in. I'm like, this is going to work out. We are going to be just fine. 
This is every, everything is working in our favor. Everything will be great. We wouldn't have made it this far if this was not going to work out. We are blessed. And that sink in, I think, brought all of that good energy, brought someone who was flexible and understanding and caring and allowed us to experience our trip. And I have learned how important that is, but I haven't been in a position to really allow myself to do that. I haven't had the time. And by I haven't had the time, I have been pushing myself so hard and not allowing for that time. And I think that has been a necessary skill set. And now it is important for me to build this with balance. The things that mattered to me when I was deepest in this work still are of utmost importance. It is important for me to listen to other people. That is what got me here. It is important for me to (laughs) be present. That is what got me here. And the way that I did that was like I was tapped in to universal forces and energies and crystals and all the freaking things, all the things. And I did take time for myself. And I did have time to give myself. But I still have that time. And I still have that ability. I just told myself that it wasn't possible. And it is. I'm not building the next Facebook. I don't have to code until 3 a.m. every morning. Right? I'm building something that is small and true and beautiful. And that can come with balance. If I allow myself that. That doesn't mean there won't be seasons of sprint. That doesn't mean that we won't have to put balance on the back burner from time to time. But it is something that is important to me. I am more than just work and work ethic. And knowing that and buying into that are two very different things. And so it's time to recalibrate a little bit. And I am grateful to be at that point. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well.
change the world.